G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You will remember just a couple of weeks ago, communities in Queensland were in crisis as Tropical Cyclone Debbie made landfall, and that was in North Queensland. Then the ex-Tropical Cyclone brought a huge rainfall as it made its way south, causing flooding in towns like Rockhampton and in southeast Queensland and into northern New South Wales. Well, the clean-up is by no means over. Things are continuing in so many of those communities and that clean-up will continue for a long time. Something of an update today with Samaritan's Purse, who have deployed to Queensland in the wake of Tropical Cyclone Debbie and the floodwaters. David Dawson is the National Manager for Disaster Relief with Samaritan's Purse, and he's in Logan in Queensland, where flooding has caused widespread damage. Uh, David, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Good afternoon. David, you're in Logan. In fact, you're in Bean Lee and are likely to be there for the next uh, week or two. Uh, what sort of things are you doing there? We're assisting people, Neil, that have been affected by the floods, obviously. A lot of homes have been inundated. Floodwaters have gone through and it causes catastrophic damage to furniture, carpets, mould sets in, dampness in walls, that kind of thing. So we're out and about helping the community where we can. And we're based uh, just slightly south of Brisbane at the Beanley Baptist Church. We're set up there, and it's a great thing to be in partnership with them. But uh, we've got our large uh, Samaritan Purse disaster relief unit set up at the, at the front, and we welcome anybody to stop by and visit and say hi. David, describe this unit for us, because it's a pretty amazing piece of equipment you've got there. A, uh, it's a semi-trailer, double story. Tell us how that all works. It's a very impressive piece of equipment, Neil. It's, um, it's, it's a big black thing with uh, lovely graphics on the sides and the rear. And uh, we, we've got on board equipment that we can actually run up to 80 volunteers with the equipment we have into a disaster area. And if it's, uh, if it's cyclone work, we've got all the chainsaw equipment. If it's flood work, we've got the pressure washers. If it's fires, we've got all the other stuff that we need for a disaster like that. So... On board, yes, we have a, a lift and we have a we store stuff in in the top level, uh, the things we aren't using at a particular disaster, and then up the front of the truck, up over the gooseneck, over where the prime mover would be, we have a large office command centre, fully equipped, that we can coordinate our whole operations from on board the the truck. It's the only one in Australia. And we're so proud that the uh, Christian Church of Australia own this. It's been given to us by donors who have contributed, and it's a wonderful, wonderful piece of equipment. And when we come into a disaster, uh, we, we come in, uh, you know, quite proud. We have something, you know, really nice to present and, and to, to do on behalf of the uh, the churches reaching out in those areas. Well, David, the winds go and the floodwaters uh 
recede, but that doesn't mean the clean-up is not something that goes on for months in so many exactly. families. And uh, you guys arrive on the scene shortly afterwards. Uh, what sort of things have you been involved in? I imagine that you're wanting to access as many volunteers as you can because uh, I'm sure there are requests coming for your help all the time. Neil, we are second responders. We usually monitor and stay back till the SES and uh, fireys and the, um, the you know emergency services have done their work, and then we will come in, but we will stay longer. Most of those emergency services can't stay too long. They do what they need to do, and then they go. We will come in behind them as a second responder, but stay longer because we've found across the country that people are hurting for weeks and for months on end. They still need help. And, uh, you know, there's um, all sorts of issues arise, depression sets in, you know, hopelessness, and we can bring our chaplains then alongside and uh, be a listening ear to people as well. So we're, we're actually out there just uh, just helping people that have been flooded and uh, needing help. Uh, like tomorrow, we're sending teams out to uh, help a gentleman whose his house was completely flooded. He's working there on his own struggling to get some new lining on the walls and that sort of thing. So we're going in to give him a couple of days just to help him. And, of course, you mentioned when you're dealing with mould remediation, mould is one of those things that follows flood-affected damage in houses and it's something important people need to deal with. Do you help in particular ways with that? Absolutely. We've got the equipment for that. We've got the uh, necessary safety gear. We've got the chemicals and all that sort of stuff and the pressure washers. So we do handle the remediation of mould professionally and we're, we're well on top of that as well. David, people are very resilient and oftentimes that resilience <clears throat> lasts while the disaster is occurring. But when you're struck with the clean-up and uh, the almost impossible task of getting back to where you were, uh, there are oftentimes some emotional and uh, spiritually challenging times. Uh, tell us about this rapid response team of chaplains that you have because you have a team with you and they're ready to talk to people who are doing it pretty tough at the moment. The Billy Graham Association worldwide have an organisation called RRT, Rapid Response Team of Chaplains, about 2,500 chaplains around the world who attend both man-made and natural disasters. In the States, they're attending, you know, shootings and terrorist uh, activity. They've attended about 250, uh, you know, terrorist and natural disasters around the world. And they are here with us. And, you know, if we identify somebody who's doing it tough or could do with a visit, could do with a chaplain to say hi, we can provide that through the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team. Uh, Neil, just today we're in the Bow Desert area, farmers there affected, flooded houses, etc. And no, we're, we're okay, mate. No, 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 we'll be fine. And really they're not. But, you know, there's a certain amount of pride uh, and, and people like to try and battle on themselves until they hit the wall and then, you know, then hopefully we'll come in before they hit the wall and help them. Now, you can run 80 volunteers out of your uh, truck. Uh, what sort of volunteers are you looking for? People who can offer a few hours, a few days? What's the ideal? Neil, the ideal is a, is a, is a full day, a couple of days, a week, um, we will we will properly orientate them. We're covered by the proper insurance. We will start the day with them seeing a little safety video. They'll sign that they've seen that, 
let them know that they're covered by insurance. We'll put them into a corporate coloured T-shirt so we can identify them on projects. We'll send them out with a, with a qualified team leader. And, uh, you know, the whole thing is done uh, well and above board. And uh, so that's the volunteer we're looking for. You know, young, old, male, female, doesn't matter. As long as they have a willing heart and they're prepared to work. Um, so, so that's, uh, we can embrace pretty well anyone. So for listeners in the Logan area, south of Brisbane, you mentioned you're partnering there with the Baptist Church in Bean Lee, and you'd like people to contact the Baptist Church or I imagine go to the website, uh, Samaritan's Purse website? Yes, we have a dedicated uh, site phone that they would ring. We, We are partnering with the Baptist Church. We always do that, Neil, because... We come in, we last, we stay two or three weeks, a month, whatever we might be, six weeks. We're at three months at the Bundaberg floods last year and we, we, we will leave. And then the Baptist Church, in this case, the Baptist Church, would be seen to be the group that, you know, we're reaching out and they live on in the community, whereas we don't. So we come alongside with equipment, certain amount of experience and teams and the whole setup and enhance what they're already doing as they're reaching out to the best of their ability in the community. So I do have a dedicated telephone number that's 24 hours a day monitored now, which if you're happy, I'll give it to you. And folks can either text that number, we'll we'll get back to you quickly, or you can call that number and make inquiries or or offer to be a volunteer. What's the number, David? Zero four seven five eight seven double zero two four. Okay, so it's zero four seven five eight seven double zero two four, and exactly. uh, David, just appreciate all you're doing. Uh, Honour to you and to the team that you're working with there. Uh, David Dawson, the national manager for disaster relief with Samaritans Purse, uh, he's in Logan in Queensland, where there is widespread damage caused by the flood that followed Tropical Cyclone Debbie. Uh, that phone number is 0475870024. David, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.